When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Stand by. The vacuum tubes are warming up. This is a special live broadcast. Right here on Georgia Radio. Radio, 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 radio. Well, this is Wade, and I'm here with uh, Georgia Folk and Farm Life on the radio here on GeorgiaRadio.com. And uh, Georgia Radio with Matt Jolly and uh, our host. And here I am with uh, a special guest tonight. And we're so glad you could join us. And if you get a chance, call in. We'll go ahead and give you the number. The studio line is 678-390-8633. And as I say, my guest tonight is my baby sister, Connie. Hey. Uh, Connie Peoples Terwilliger. And uh, I'll give you a little background on Connie. Some of you out there know Connie. She's uh, she's got a lot of friends in this area. And, uh, she's uh, at her entire life. Connie's been a great musician and was always envious of her. She just had an innate ability. She was a natural uh, musician with a love of it and a talent for it. And uh, she has a BA in French. She at the College of the Ozarks, and she's studied uh, French at the Sorbonne in Paris. She has a Master's of Music from the University of Arkansas. She has a law degree from the University of Missouri at Kansas City. So she's a, uh, a, a musician and a lawyer. She's the, in addition to that, she's the music director, organist, and pianist at uh, the First Methodist Church in Swainsboro. Uh, she is the Solicitor General for the Emanuel County State Court, and she serves on the board of the Emanuel County Humane Society. Boy, I sound pretty good, don't that I? That sounds impressive on paper. <laughs> <laughs> now, sitting here looking at you, not so much. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I'm your baby sister, but you're my baby brother. Yeah, that's funny. How's that work? I don't. Get, I never understood that. Because there were a bunch of youngins. Yeah, there's a bunch of us. That's right. So, y'all try to figure it. But you know, with Georgia families, it's hard to figure out. But yes, I am her baby brother, and she's my baby sister. So, that's <laughs> well, she's actually my babyest sister. That's right, the babyest. Babyest. There's a difference. So, yeah. uh, Matt, you look. You're looking around. I'm you're, here. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Glad I'm, you're with I'm, us. No, I am with you, and I'm I'm waiting for the phone to ring tonight. Yeah, do we need some callers tonight? Yeah, it'd be fun. I know uh, some, something that uh, we we Matt and I have discussed amongst ourselves is a lot of you listening on your phone, and it's hard to call in. Then you want to listen, it's hard to call. But call in on your phone, and then when you get through, you can come back right to listen, and you won't miss anything in the interim because you will be the show. That's right. And oh. if you want to write in tonight. Uh, you can always write in on uh, facebook.com slash Georgia Radio. I can see that uh, right here in the studio. If you want to, if you just want to write in, uh, that gets like to a, me. A message, like, yes. Yeah, a message or whatever. And you can also write in right off the website there at georgiaradio.com. Uh, there's a chat function. Uh, if you're listening on your phone, there is a chat function. If you scroll all the way down, you can just write write a message yeah, we'll and we'll the, get yeah, that find, in too. Find, and go to the chat function and, and send a message. We, we'd like yeah. to have it. Well, I... 
I asked Connie to be my guest, and we said, well, what will we talk about? And, I'm, I, you know, some people are just uh, interesting, and Connie's had an interesting life. She's uh, she's been a hard Thank worker. you for not saying a checkered past. Not, yeah, you don't checkered past. Uh, <laughs> we don't want you to be disbarred. Uh <laughs> <laughs> or as communicated from the church. Exactly. You, know, you got a couple of jobs where you have to keep your past. You oh, to, yeah, yeah. Yes, I have to live a very boring yeah. life. And you, you just send my check every month. Just keep sending it, and I'll keep quiet. That's right. Um, I do my part. I try to help all I can. Th- thank you so much. Yes, yes. You've got brothers worse than me, so that's... Well, yeah, yeah. Well, there's that. <laughs> but Connie has been a hard worker her entire life, and she has had, uh, when she was young... You've had as many as six jobs at one time. I, I had seven. Seven, yeah. She was just, seriously, I I was in awe because I was never that hard a worker. <laughs> I never had more than one job at a time, and sometimes I didn't even have the one, you know. <laughs> well, you know, you do whatever it takes to keep body and soul <laughs> together. Right. But, but you know what, Wade? What? I wasn't that great a worker when I worked at Continental Woodlands, and I've had to apologize so many times to John Torpey. But you Torpey. broke ground. Yeah, well, John Torpey, you were a pain uh, to John. Uh, John well, yes, life. because I tried to fit and in. And to all the other guys. You broke you broke the, the sex barrier there I at did. Continental Can uh, Woodland. But she, it was in the 70s, early 80s. No, it was uh, early 80s, early 70, 80s, 79 to 84. 80. Yeah, when there were no women working, and the uh, in the woods there for the tim- for the uh, tim- timber company. That's right. And uh, she was she was breaking new ground, as they say. And she met a lot of resistance. She, the guys that, that she worked with didn't want to uh, work with her. And uh, and her boss was uh, he would much rather not had to been aggravated with it. But uh, that's true. Uh, you you moved on to bigger and better things, and that was I'm sure they were they they threw a big party when you left, right? Well, you know, I finally won them over. You did win them over. You really did. The you ones that were the, the ones that were the hardest nuts to crack. I won them over by sheer determination, right. and uh, it, it turned out okay. But what I was going to tell you, you remember, Daddy had such a, a good work ethic, and and Mama, of course. When I was in my early 30s, if Daddy would drive by the, my house during the day when I was supposed to be at work and saw my car, you know, he'd call me right. and say, I see your car's at home. You didn't go to work? No, sir, I'm not feeling well. You need to go to the hospital? <laughs> no, sir, we'll get in your car and go to work. And by golly, I did. When I worked for Daddy, uh, I've been to times times, you know, say, Daddy, I'm too sick to work today. Well, you'll feel just as good. You'll feel just as bad at work as you will at home, laying there at the house. You need to go on to work. You had to have, like, accidental amputation of a limb or something very serious. Yeah. Daddy, to uh, feel like you, you really should be at the house. He, uh, and Daddy would run a route every day. You know, in the morning, he would drive around. He'd check on my sister Connie, my brother, Randall. He all the family and even extended family and friends, he would ride by and see that just ride by and see if everybody was at work. And he would ride by and check the gas prices. And these gave him things to talk about during the day, you know. And uh, but he did. He ran around every day. You could yeah. he'd come by your house, drive by. He wouldn't stop. He just passed by, and uh, gathering information. Yep. But, you know, after a while, you, you just have to give in to that. And so today I have this fabulous work ethic where I have to be told to go home when I'm sick, you know. So yeah, we all, I, I suffer we from grow the same up. malady, yes. What's that? I suffer from the same malady. They have to yes, I, make I me know. go home. Yes. No, I work people, but I do what they make me do, you know. 
I think Connie, you feel better than I do. Evidently, really, she is a hard worker. She's always doing something. But she, uh, you've had some interesting jobs, and like I say, Connie can you planted pine trees, you wrote an old pine tree planter, you injected hardwoods, and I remember one time you injected yourself. Well, we won't talk about that. <laughs> with a hardwood. Uh, yeah. Yeah, with the poison, yeah. You know. But it didn't kill me. No, it didn't kill you. No. But um, yeah. She, but the worst job. I remember you thought you were going to die. Yeah. Know. Well, Matt, I I don't know if um you know this, but I I was, as Way said, the only woman on the crew, and I they gave me the hardest jobs. They were trying to run me off, and I remember one of the worst jobs was being under a Caterpillar D8 bulldozer, lying underneath there with just a few screws holding that belly pan on because I was the smallest one. And when I think back on it, I don't know how I didn't get killed. That's amazing. It is amazing. You did some hard and work. For, for folks that don't understand what you're talking about, Continental Can, that was a part of the turpentine business down there in South Georgia. Yeah, but they own paper. They own thousands of land, acres of land, and, and they had a, uh, you know, had a pulp mill in Savannah and other places, and and uh, Continental Can sold out to Federal Paper Board. I think that's right. And yeah. then Federal, Federal Paper Board sold out to uh, International Paper. But this and was not office work, Connie. This was oh, no, no, this no, was, no. It was with in, the in the field. That, yeah, in the yeah. That were used to being amongst themselves, and uh, right. so. And and I wouldn't want to call them uncouth. Yeah, they were uncouth. Um, yes. Okay, you can call them that. <laughs> most of them have passed on. They're all gone now. Most of them are. I was thinking today that most of my, my coworkers. I have, think they're all gone. Most most of them are. Except so I can boss. talk about them now. Yeah, except your boss, John Torpy. Well, John. Yeah. Uh, John's a great guy. John goes to my church. Yeah, he's he is at a great church, guy. so we, we say good things about John. So, Connie, how many of those guys were missing fingers and parts of fingers? And, and Because as a piano player, which I know you do play the piano, I mean, that had to be, you had it, to kind of weigh the options. Of, yeah, I, I thought about it a lot. And now when I look back on it, it, it scares me more than it did then because I didn't have much sense back then. I was young and dumb. And now I look back and say, thank you, Lord, that you brought me through that with Tent fingers, you know. And, and Matt, there's a, a little added dimension to that. A lot of people don't know. I'm missing uh, half of my left index finger, and our dad was missing the same part of his left index and the middle finger. He, he So it ran into family to lose fingers at work. She had, you know, <laughs> precedence to, to yeah. look at. And uh, she always has had a fear of, of injuring her hands, with, yeah. rightfully so, because she, I'm going to brag. She's a world-class musician. I'm going to brag on my sister. I, I, I tell you, she, she uh, amazes me with her, with her talent. And people that know her know what a great talent and love of music she has. She, she has taught music. She has, like I say, studied uh, in, in various places and had a, a great exposure to uh, a, a, a range of other musicians, great oh, people. Yeah. You've, you've played uh, in Branson and, and, and great places and keyboards and, you know, and yeah, organs and things. I, I've been very fortunate yeah. to meet some wonderful people. And for the most part, people in the music business are, are pretty good people. And, you know, my other job as, a, as an attorney and right now as the Solicitor General, I, a lot of people don't know, when I ran for election in 2018, Matt, people constantly ask me, so what does the solicitor do? Mm. Because the, the, my predecessor had had the job for so long that nobody had to worry about voting. And um, it, it's kind of hard, but 
the in a nutshell, I'm the prosecutor, the elected prosecutor for the Emanuel County State Court, which is misdemeanors. I have in the past been a criminal defense lawyer and a felony prosecutor. Just so happens I'm doing what I'm doing right now. And I have to run for re-election next year. And you were the uh, public, defender, you were public defender. Yes, I did. And you practiced law in Kansas and Georgia. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. But you're not in Kansas anymore. I'm not in Kansas anymore. Kansas it's just Here we go. Judge Meese oh, likes to remind you in his court once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> I think she'll she'll say, well, in Kansas, we did it this way. And Judge Reeves will say, we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> I've never heard your brother say that to anybody, that we're not in wherever anymore. Texas, for one. Yeah. I've never heard him say that, you know. So, yeah, <laughs> I get it. That's so interesting, though. So misdemeanors. So you're dealing with stuff that's... Uh, it's not a, I mean, you're not dealing with like organized crime rings. You're dealing with. No, no if yeah. you, if you come through Emanuel County and you get stopped by the sheriff's office or the Georgia state patrol, you're going to deal with me. Um, or if you get a DUI or you shoplift a certain amount of money, if you, if you beat your wife up and, um, you know, it comes to our court and I love my job and I, I really want to say this and I mean this from the bottom of my heart our law enforcement here I don't know about anywhere else in the state or the country but we have some amazing men and women here who go out and risk their lives every day and every night to to keep the peace and to keep people safe they're all underpaid underappreciated and I just, I feel like they're my own. I, I consider them my my guys and my gals. Um, and I just want to thank them publicly for what they do. And if any of them are listening or anybody from my church is listening, call in. And any musicians, if you want to talk about music for a minute, I would love to have you call in. It bothered me just how fast you said it or if you beat your wife up. I, that but yeah, you, de you yeah, deal yeah. with that every day. You know? That's a minor crime. You yeah. Know, just, yeah. You get, get her beach to wife. Holy smokes. <laughs> well, I, it's this, you know, it's unfortunately we talk about this, but it, it is the holiday season and a lot of domestic yeah. violence happens during the holiday season. So, yeah. I, you know, yeah. the stuff that you're dealing with is uh, while it, it might not be making the front page of the newspaper, it, this is the stuff that affects 90% of the people it affects uh, families. A lot of what you do you do is, is a lot of family stuff involved in your job. That's true. And um, COVID really spiked mm. the numbers for domestic battery. Mm. It's, and DUIs, by the way. We've seen a sharp increase in those things. I wasn't aware of that. Yep. Connie, that makes sense. I, I do want to talk about music because you studied over there uh, at, at, at some very noteworthy institutions, including in france uh, well I studied french in france well okay and then and then you studied around uh, around the world it, it, what what has been something uh in music that is universal that you've learned that people who that you don't have to play an instrument or sing in the public to love music i met matt i 
I have met one person in my life who said he hates music. And I wow. looked, yes, he was he was at Swainsboro at the Rayco station. This was before I left Swainsboro. So this was in the early 80s. And I don't know how we got into that conversation, a complete stranger. And he said he hated music. And I looked at him and I said, well, I really feel sorry for you because your life is pretty empty. Well, you know, I, I, I we got a caller. We have a caller. Okay. Uh, there are Caller, stand by. We're going to bring you on the air. So, caller, uh, who is this tonight? This is Mr. Mishus. Mr. Mishus. Hello. Mishus, yeah, that's right. Mr. Bomber. Bomber Nishus. Bomber So, you don't know your name. We just call you by your initials. Yeah. What What can we do for you tonight? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, Bomber Nishus. Um... Uh, Mr. Wade, I, I know you to be a, a man of uh, a quick wit, and 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 so I I come to you, and I, I I just wondered, is there anything I could do? I mean, I I got this uh, hair and nose trimmer, but uh, this thing keeps bogging down. Is there is there anything? Is there an ointment I can use, or do you got some kind of yeah, uh, uh, recommendation yeah, well, to, to get rid of this? You need to prepare the nose hair for the cutter. Take some sandpaper or steel wool and work that real good in each nostril for a couple of minutes and then put some turpentine in there. And then when you use the trimmer, it'll just be like a breeze. Promise. There you go. All right, caller. Thanks for calling in tonight. Wade, uh, it, Connie was getting ready to, to, to share something very, very deep with us. And we had to go talk about nose hairs for just a second. Yeah, well, that's there, that's there, the beauty of the Georgia sure. Folk and Farm Life show. I mean, you well, can do I that. I was about to to say in response to Connie saying she had met a man that, uh, that, that hated, hated or did, music. hated music. Yeah. I'm going to say this, knowing what I know, I've been a, a, a armchair psychologist and a backwoods redneck philosopher and amongst other things. Nose hair. Yeah. Nose, hair hair. yeah. I, it, yeah. yeah. Uh, nose cosmetologist. Um, the, uh, the man that said he hated music probably didn't hate music. That was a way of drawing you in, shocking you. Oh. Mm. I doubt it really. You know how people will say they hate God? Yeah. But they really want somebody to convince them that God's real. Yeah. Or they're looking for attention. So that was just, I think that was a that was a sad cry for attention. I don't uh -huh. believe anybody hates music. Now, now there's kind of, I, there's some things people call music. I, I don't oh. call music, and I don't, and I, yeah, you know, we won't call it, you know, any categories. But there are certain types of quote music I'm not crazy about. But well, did you hear what Tony Bennett said? Have you heard this quote, Connie? I just love it. He said, "There's only two types of music in the world. There's good and bad." <laughs> And that's it. And I, and I love that. I mean, it's so simple. Were we talking about Tony Bennett yesterday? I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Connie and I were talking about Tony Bennett yesterday. You're a fan of Tony Bennett. Oh, yes. Oh, what yeah. a voice. Yeah. No, when I was teaching at uh, East Georgia State College. Yeah, she'd been a college, a college prof, too. And that's well, what well, I was teaching him music appreciation I, <laughs> and i always said i didn't think they appreciated hey, it very much man i'm going to listen what i'm laughing about <laughs> east georgia state college just in swainsboro mannequin and um music appreciation there i i, I go ahead i'm just gonna well, shut up wait that's one of those shut up wait things so go ahead the the first day of each class of each semester i told them what genres of 
so-called music that we would not be listening to because it's not music. And uh, I really, they they were tr- pretty bombastic about it, but- um, They didn't I, like you much. They didn't like me much because <laughs> I, I wanted to teach them something and they didn't want to learn. Yeah, they, they, you know, she wanted to teach them an appreciation of high class sure. music. Yeah. Right. And and that's not what they wanted to hear. And most of them. Most now, of them. There were a few exceptions. Were, yes. well, you know, I think any teacher, uh, that teaches anything finds that the in amongst the 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 chaff is of some wheat. That's right. And it makes it worthwhile. I don't think any teacher would keep teaching if it was all chaff. But no. uh, th- there are some students that make it uh, rewarding, and yeah. they really do. Well, we don't have any callers, but we do have a message here that, that just came in from Charlotte. Charlotte wrote in and wanted to know, uh, Connie, do you have a favorite instrument other than the piano? There you hmm. go. Um. I try. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Um, Another piano. Is, well, you know, I do play organ, but that's keyboard. So uh, outside of keyboards, I love percussion. Uh, timpani really, just really. It's a shame Phil me. Wilson doesn't call in. Phil's great. Yeah, Phil is an amazing. He's a friend. He hasn't. He's a great drummer and a great guy. He's a he's a pastor, a Christian man, and and just a a stalwart good guy and he's also got a world-class drum collection and uh he knows a lot about of people. this guy yeah yeah well, i'm gonna have to get phil on as a guest sometime and uh yeah he, he's well known in the drumming profession and drumming circles um uh he, he's a he's, he's a he's a great guy he, he was our he's our official chaplain georgia folk and farm life i named him that early on really yes he's our chaplain I laughed he's because of on there now as he was at one time, but he's got a lot on his plate. But uh, he's still—I have never supplanted him as he's still our chaplain at Georgia Pope and Farm Life. Harvey Williams is now the 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 head chaplain of the pastor. Georgia Prayer Partners now. Yes, pastor. and and yeah. Harvey's our pastor. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we've uh, for those of us that's something we we started a new group, uh, Georgia Prayer Partners, for prayer requests, and we still allow prayer requests on Georgia Pope and Farm Life. You can send your hate mail, by the way, to Wade. Peoples, <laughs> Garfield, Georgia. Yes, you Route Six. There, there you go. Yeah. No, you're not. You're not banning prayer on uh, Georgia folk and farm life. You're just. No, we made a special place yeah. for it, and we still allow it. And I tell you, it's, people, it's taken off. And, you, and Harvey's, and uh, you know, I, it's what's funny. That's what a great friend Harvey is. I gave the the group to Harvey after I created it. But I didn't ask Harvey. I said, "Can I give?" I just gave it to him, put his name on it, gave it to him. He's like, Harvey's such a great friend. He didn't say, "Why did you do that?" He he just dove into it. It's, just, it's like he does everything and does a master. <laughs> I love it. I love that he said he goes. You know, I I had a lot of plans today. It was very busy today, but then Wade did this, and and now I'm not. Now I'm gonna just I'm gonna figure this out, yeah, and then yeah. I'm gonna worry about whatever it yeah, was I was supposed to be. Yeah, I and I dumped a prayer group on right. him to run, and 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 so he, yeah. That's but you know, I, I had Harvey on as a guest, and I will have him again. He's a, he's a great topic, and uh, uh, we have some great people on Georgia Folk and Farm Life. Um, it's been a what that's what's amazing about Georgia Pokemon Farm is the people. That's all it is, is people. And we've got I, I couldn't start naming the people that have been a blessing to me that I only know because of that the existence of that group. I wouldn't know them otherwise. And it's a great part of my life and a blessing. Connie, you said you played in Branson, Missouri. I think everybody's been to Branson at least once, and if they haven't, well they should. 
Did you play in a show up there? Right? Like the oh, Presley well, let me interrupt you. Yeah. Matt, we've left out. We've left out one more. Of her. She's an actress besides oh, that. Oh, well. At the Shepherd go. of the Hills. You ever heard of Shepherd of the Hills uh, drama, outdoor drama in in uh, Branson? I have heard of the Shepherd of the Hills. Well, she played Aunt, Matt, old, uh, Aunt Molly. Yeah. Uh, the, what, the two leading characters, Uncle Old Matt and Aunt Molly. She played Molly for how long? Um, four, five years. Yeah. No, more than that, I yeah, guess. She's a, yeah. An actress that, to boot. Yeah. Every night she played that people came from all over the world every night to every evening to uh well yeah and um, see that production I worked six I worked um, six days a week at Silver Dollar City which oh yeah um, it, it's a it's the biggest amusement park um, it's it's owned by the Hershen family or it was and it's similar to Dollywood but bigger. And, um, fire have in a the lot. hole. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. Good one. Yeah, good yeah. one. What was your job there? I mean, I know, but go ahead and tell what did you I do there at Silver Dollar City? Obviously, played piano and I sang. Yeah. And uh, She sings too, beautifully. Thank you. She sings uh, at, at a lot of local events and wedding funerals and, and uh, events and occasions. So, yeah. 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 Plays uh, piano uh, down at the honky tonk and. Yeah. There you go. And yeah. At the church. Yeah, and yeah, at the church. At the church yeah. yeah. I'll tell you a, a good story. When I was working at Shepherd of the Hills, when it was um, a great place to work, and celebrities who would be in town would um, come and see our show, and most of them wanted to be recognized. They wanted to say, oh, here's so-and-so. They're here with us tonight. We're so glad to have them. The most amazing thing happened when I... Johnny Cash and June Carter Cash showed up and asked not to be recognized. They didn't want to steal the show. And afterwards at Curtain Call, they came down, they shook our hands, looked us in the eye and said, great job. And to me, that spoke volumes about their character yeah, yeah. Mm. because when you're in sh the business of show business, you meet a lot of insincere and sometimes um, not very nice people. Um, I've been on stage with some people whom I won't name. You would know exactly who I'm talking about, who were really not very uh, good to their people who work for them and even their family members. But I sure had a great time meeting a lot of wonderful people. And I'm, I'm so blessed to have had the experiences. Um, I was gone for 27 years. I came back in 2012. And uh, Working in Branson was a hoot. I mean, it wasn't like work. You just feel embarrassed getting a paycheck, you know? Well, when we get our big show started, I hope you can be a big part of it, Connie. That'd be uh, that'd be a blessing to all of us. You know, we're trying to get this thing going, uh, our big live show. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, actually Great. there. So we're going to need a we're going to need a piano player, you know? Hey, you know, what's funny is I was always uh, Connie loves the piano but she's a wonderful organist and she played you know the big pipe organs and yeah. pull out all the stuff as they say but I always wanted to play the organ she loves it she's going if there's a you know a huge pipe organ and there's a there's a piano over here she's gonna go to the piano I'm like play the organ play the organ I like but wow. she just loves the piano and yeah. she's a great organist but she calls herself a pianist but she's a great organist or keyboardist however you, but, but uh, why is it you love a piano best it's just your first it's, love I guess so. Um, it's just so 
I can do so much more with the piano than I can with the organ. <laughs> My fingers can fly on the piano. Where, yeah. where it, you know, it's a piano is just in my heart. And, and I would like to hear from somebody tonight who has a passion for something. It doesn't have to be music. I would like to have someone call in and tell us what they really love, what moves them, what motivates them to get up in the morning. Y'all call, please. I'm, I'm going through here. Uh, there's a lot of people listening tonight, but I do. I got we have a uh, who is this from? Let me see. Uh, this is from Elise, who, uh, who wrote in. I'm I'm opening the email. I'm mashing the button, Wade. Sorry for the, <laughs> sorry for the suspense. Elise writes in and she says, Connie, so glad to hear from you tonight. Uh I I cannot call in because I'm listening on my phone, but I wanted to write in. Uh I also worked a very difficult job, not in the logging business, but in the in the poultry business, uh, where I worked in the chicken houses. And my job was to pick up the dead chickens, pile them up, and burn them. Whoa! There you go. From Elise, that dirty job that somebody's got to do it. And dirty yeah. jobs, great make dirty jobs make for great Americans. That's that's you know oh, they're definitely. the mud seals of this nation. People are willing to do the dirty yes. jobs. Yes, Elise, thank you so much for that. Yeah, she wrote in, wanted to write in, and we got it right there. If you want to write in, we have a few more minutes where you can write in. Uh, also, it, if you have dog lovers, my my sister Connie here is a great dog lover. She has two dogs that she loves. Those are her her children, ladies. and um, and she's on the board of Humane Society, very active uh, with the uh, local uh, Humane Society, and and involved in rescuing and transporting uh, dogs to be uh, placed. To, sometimes in other states, you yeah. you y'all move, move them around the country. Yeah, I have to. If you if you came um, last week on Saturday, not this past one, but the week before, to the square in Swainsboro, I was in the dog suit. I was the dog out there. Yeah, I put it on George Public Farm Life. I said, <laughs> I wonder who this is. I wonder if my sister Connie knows who this is. And and one person said, I bet it's her. You know? <laughs> it was a lot of fun. We we love the animals, and we'd like. Got to a caller? Yeah, we do have a caller. I think we do okay. have a caller. Let's see. Uh, we got we got about uh, about a minute left here, but let's get this call in. Good evening, caller, you're on the air. Hey, this is the COVID buzzard lady. COVID buzzard. Wait. I think I know who this is. <laughs> hey, 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 Connie. I was not gonna call in, but when I heard Matt start talking about cleaning out chicken houses, I thought, man, this show's going down quick. I gotta save you guys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, Faye, I have to clean out my chicken house too. I have some chickens, and it's my job, and I I have to do it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. She'll no. accidentally. She doesn't have. You know, some people have a green thumb, and some people don't. She she doesn't have a chicken green thumb. She has she has a chicken die down there. Oh well, they all die. No, 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 no. <laughs> no I, I, I was calling in in response to Connie saying someone who has a passion for something. Uh, yep. Wade, you know what my passion is, is is history. And right. honestly, if you hooked me up you to like a, a monitor, you can watch my pulse start to go up and my blood pressure I get so excited about it. So I think that's what you're talking about. Like some, whatever just gets you going. Yep. Right. That's right, Faye. Thank you. Yeah. 
And it's so good to hear your story, Connie. It's just a pleasure to hear about your your fascinating life. And I loved hearing you the other night. Thank you so much. Well, I'm I'm down here in Matter, so all is well. Uh, Brock's expanding his sugar cane patch for next year, so y'all have to come over here sometime. Wonderful. Yeah. Thanks, Faye. Appreciate it. Okay. Good good to hear you all tonight. Thanks, Faye. Bye-bye. It's always so good to, to talk to Faye. She's a hoot. Well, that's fun. Well, you know what? It's we're all out of time right now. We are Uh-oh. all. It's just it's it's that time of night. I'm. I was trying that's to hit the music here, but uh, yeah, we gotta. You gotta saunter on out of here, Mister Wade. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, I I want to thank everybody for tuning in, yeah. listening, for calling in, sending messages. And we hope you join us each and every Tuesday night. Uh, we have a show for you each and every Tuesday night. You can listen to them anytime on the podcast, georgiaradio.com. Go there, go to the homepage, listen to great classic country music. Listen to, the pod- listen to, uh, to uh, Lester Rollbottoms there. Uh, <laughs> uh, tell us in the trailer park. There's That's a right. lot of good stuff there. Yeah, and you can take us with us. Uh, take you at uh, take take you take us. Wait, help me. Take us with you everywhere yeah, you, you go. Matt can't say it, but you can take him anywhere. Yeah, you can. It's a digital radio you station. Take, you can't take him anywhere, but you can take our music. Yeah, it's a digital radio station, and what the difference in that is? There's no scratchy signal anywhere. It just that's right. It works just wherever you want to go. Radio.com. That's right. All right, Wade. We'll talk to you next time. And Connie, thanks for coming in. I look forward to, uh, so to to hearing that piano sing here in a few more days. That'll be fun. Thanks. 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 Good night, everybody.